It is Manly and Para this weekend as we head into the Women in League round, uh, round 22 of the NRL. Daggy, Barney and Ollie with you as I hit record on my Zoom so I can uh, put this on Facebook. There we go. That works better. Recording in progress. Um, and uh, we're going to preview round 22 in a sec, Barney, but first we've got to talk about PCTC. Yes, we do. So um, Polar Bear and Irish Tony keep going backwards, forwards and backwards, taking the lead here. But Polar Bear's gone back to the front with 126 points. Uh, Irish Tony in second with 125. We've got um, Baz the Braves jumped up into third position with a full round this week. So he's up on to 124 points. Wardy and Jamie Keith uh, in fourth and fifth. And then you've got a few on 120, 121. And then you get down to me on 113 in 28th position and Daggy on 112 in 30th position. Out of um, 41. We're beating 10 people. That's all right. Yeah, that <laughs> sums up my life. Um, we do need to plug the PCTC Racing Comp, though. That kicks off as a spring carnival this weekend. Yes. Find PCTC Horse Tipping on Facebook and uh, leave a comment there. They'll get in touch and... Do the rest, hundred buck buy in, and there's also some free comps and lots of good banter going on. It goes all the way through to Melbourne Cup week. Uh, Super coach, yeah. So she had a few um, few different results this week. The Bagster lost his his game. Um, GT and Beaver both won, so GT snuck through into eighth position on the back of um, Beaver beating the uh, beating the guy who was in eighth at the time. So, and he's done himself out of a spot into ninth position. Uh, the Nevilles gave me a, a pumping, and he's taken the weekly belt off me. So this year the weekly belt will be in the top eight, <laughs> unlike last year when it was in the bottom eight. Yeah, when he's playing. <laughs> I had, think he's playing me. We've had um, we've had two. I've had two years and I've missed the top eight both years, so I'm going really well. Uh, <laughs> we've got first versus fourth, which is Callan versus Todd, uh, second chance for the loser in that game. Mitch versus GT in the knockout for the top eight, and Gav versus Michael, who's sixth and seventh. They're both um, elimination games. And Daggy is playing Neil the Nevils, and the loser of that one gets a second chance, and the winner will take home the weekly belt for this week. And I'm in a world of trouble. So, uh, yeah, save those trades, people. <laughs> I've lost Guzzi Crichton. I've got uh, both the South Centres injured. I've got Dane Laurie injured. I've got Reed Marnie injured. I've got Fisher Harris out. So I'm going really well. Yeah. So save your trades, everyone. I've learned Make sure you've always got three or so left in the last couple of weeks of the uh, year. I watched Barney, I think it was last year, he limped all the way home and yeah. just <laughs> fell over the end. And I've repeated his effort. But. Good luck for everyone in the finals. Uh, we'll keep everyone posted on how that's going to turn out. Uh, let's get into our preview. As I said, women in league round, which is usually, if nothing else, opportunity for some good jerseys. Uh, I've already got the Tigers yes. one. It's not bad. Uh, nice. So hopefully they can all live up to the uh, Indigenous round jerseys, who which are all pretty good this year. Uh, Storm kicks off on Thursday night, taking on the Raiders at Sunshine Coast. Uh, for the Storm, they welcome back Nelson on the bench, but uh, apparently there's a caveat on that. He may still be in doubt. Felice Cafusi comes back into the second <laughs> row. Uh, and Canberra welcome back Bailey Simonson on the wing. Seb Chris stays out of the side. And very interestingly, uh, Corey Horsburgh and Ryan James are playing for Canterbury this week. Um, yes. 
What are we doing tomorrow night, Ollie? Uh, well, tomorrow night, hopefully, I'll be sitting down to watch this game. But in terms of actually predicting it, sorry, that was a bad joke. Um, first try <laughs> scorer. Get it. <laughs> first try scorer. I'm going to go with what I think Barney's going with because he was talking a little bit before we hit record on this preview. And I'm going to go Justin Holm as the first try scorer because doesn't matter who he matches up against. He's having an absolute blinder in this one, isn't he? So I'm going to go him for first try scorer. For man of the match, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Munster to start getting into that finals form this week, and I'm tipping thirteen plus. Well, let's face it, like the Raiders have been plotters for pretty much the entirety of this year. Um, as you mentioned, their outside backs have got some uh, some glaring problems in defence. And when you've got blokes like Olam, Remus Smith, Nico Hines chiming in the back line and then Pappenhausen coming off the bench running at the outside backs, there's probably could be an absolute slaughter in this game. Um, we'll mention Harley Shields was actually quite good last week. I thought he's been good most games that he's played this year, so that's something for the Raiders. But yeah, they're gonna have to um they're gonna have to be that good in the middle to even get close to this storm team. I think the Storm will want another blowout after having a tight game for the first time in a long time last week. So I'm going to go Storm 13 plus. I'm going to go man of the match Munster. I think he's been, last couple of weeks, he's been warming into the fact of uh, he's taken a bit more control away from Jerome Hughes recently. And I think uh, he's going to be man of the match. And Justin Nolan may score the first, second, third, and fourth try. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to make a clean sweep of Olam first try. Um, yeah, when I saw him lining up against Croker, it stood out like a sore thumb. Uh, Storm 13 plus, might be Storm 30 plus. Uh, and um, the more I thought about it, I originally had Harry lined up to repeat his uh, good work, which he may well do, but um, I think this might be a backline feast, uh, so take your pick. And uh, I think that leans well to Munster just having his way, putting people through... Um, wherever he wants to put him through. So I'll go Cam Munster for the record. Uh, uh, is this the first, sorry to interrupt, the first preemptive pot plant that we could have for the following week? Because surely one be. of us is going to have Croker. It could be. <laughs> Imagine if he has the defensive effort of his life. Wow. And scores a hat trick or something. Yeah. I, I wish him well. God bless the guy. Um, he's only the third highest point scorer of all time. But... Uh, the Dragons take on Panthers at Suncorp to kick off Friday night. Uh, Tarek Sims out for the, the Dragons, as well as Cody Ramsey, who looks like his dental work will keep him out for the year. Jared Beal comes back in. Uh, Josh Kerr onto the bench. Matt Dufty looks like he's probably played his last game for the Dragons, named at 18. Capewell and Linu out for Penrith. Naden comes onto the wing, which pushes uh, Momorowski into the centres, and Hopgood onto the bench. Uh, Tavita Pengai has been named on extended bench. See what happens there. Appy was named, but he'll miss a week, so uh, Mitch Kenny will come in for him. Uh, yeah, Dragons are ready for another barbecue. They're going to... I think Penrith will try and be close to clicking into gear here. I think it'll be 13 plus. I think it'll be the Matt Burton show again, and he'll probably score first because no one else does in the team. Um, Barney? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they've given up. To be honest, the Dragons, I think they'll, they'll put in an effort probably maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and that'll just mainly be on the back of their forwards who have done enough in most games to sort of keep them close for 20 or 30 minutes. But I'm expecting Luai to um, put his stamp on this game. He's been very quiet since he's come back from his injury. And, um, 
yeah, obviously hasn't had much of an impact since Origin. I expect him to have a, a really big game in this one. I think they're going to go give him a lot of early ball and in turn he'll give his outside backs and his second row is a lot of early ball. So you're going to see a lot of points come on the edges and in the back line for Panthers, I've got Panthers 13 plus and Dylan Edwards, I think will score the first try off a nice little short ball on the sweep play out in the right-hand side. Ollie? Yeah, I've got Penrith 13 plus two. The interesting one here is Nathan Cleary because, well, there's obviously two options. They can either bring him in and play him or not. But it'll be interesting to see because there's the chance. I know he's arguably arguably the best player in the game, if not Turbo, but he could come back a bit rusty. Do you want to bring him back this week to have that bit of a rusty performance and probably still get away with it and then have him firing on all cylinders against South Sydney next week? Or do you want to ensure he's going to be fit for that heavyweight clash with South Sydney next week? That's the decision Penner forgot to make. Let's just say, well, if he plays in this one and let's just say he's fit and firing, uh, it'll be a space job. But I'm, I'm going to go with the team we've got here. Penner still probably 13 plus. It's hard to go with anything other than the Matt Burton show just because of the performance he put on last week. And if he puts that performance on again, he's easy man of the match. But I am going to go with Isaiah Yo. Um, as man of the match, just something a bit different. And I think it'll be him and Burton leading the show. And for first try scorer, I will go with Dylan Edwards. Just on the, the question you posed there, obviously with um, Appy coming out, I can see Mitch Kenny obviously taking his spot. And then I wouldn't be surprised if Jermaine Hopwood gets taken out of the side as well with Davida Pangai to come in, uh, considered, depending whether yeah. he's right to come back or not. Yeah, of course. And um, I think you might see Nathan Cleary play in the 14 and play 15, 20 minutes yeah. towards the back end yeah. of the game okay. just yeah. to get him a bit of touch and just see how he goes. Yeah, so, get, get so I don't think they're going to give him 80 minutes straight off the bat to have blokes run on that, that shoulder. So I think they'll want to give him a little touch and feel before next week before they get out against South. That's so. a, a very good uh, very good. Uh, prediction actually, Bone. That's probably the best thing they can do. But the the point is, at some at the end of the day, he's got to play at some point. You yeah. can say keep him fresh, but yeah, he does actually get the, the cobwebs out too. So that's potentially a very likely scenario. Uh, let's get to the main event on the Friday, uh, which is uh, Brisbane and Roosters up at Suncorp. Uh, as I mentioned in the review show, it's now Gamble and Kelly in the halves. So we've probably seen the last of Brady Croft. Selwyn Cobbo and Coates come under the edge for the Brisbane Broncos. Crichton and we're here. Harawira Naira. Not Harawira Naira. We're here. JWH goes out for Roosters. Liu and uh, TKO start at props. Snap Butcher comes into the back row with Tupanua. I think um, the outs bring them closer together, but I still think the Roosters will be tough here. I'm going to go 1-12 to and give Brisbane a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. A grinding win, but I think it'll be a comfortable 12 uh, man of the match here, Joey Manu. He's just red hot at the moment. And first try scorer, Tupanua barging over the top of one of those uh, edges. Ollie? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Of course, Brisbane actually beat the Roosters in an upset earlier this year. And in that game was actually Albert Kelly's return. And he partnered Tyson Gamble in the halves. Am I tipping that to happen again? No way. <laughs> I am tipping the Sydney Roosters in this one. First try scorer, I am going to go Dale Copley, um, get him some early ball. He'll be fired up against his – well, he didn't play a game for him this year, but against the club that signed him and then didn't do anything with him. He, so he'll probably maybe just want to get that little bit back over them. And man of the match will be 
the man, the myth, the legend, Joey Manu, who I wish was going to the Titans in a couple of years. And I know there's now reports of that, but I still think he would choose the Warriors over the Titans. But hey, a boy can dream. <laughs> I can see um, I can see the Broncos actually being slightly better in the middle than the Roosters, but I think the Roosters are going to do what the Sharks should have done last week and they're going to go wide early and they're going to expose a, a little bit on the edges here for the Broncos team. I can see um, a lot of points again coming through the second rowers and the, the centres and the wingers on, and terrorising both edges of the Broncos Defence, which has shown at times to be very unorganised. So I'm going to go Roosters 13 plus. I'm going to go I'm tossing up between either Sam Walker or Tedesco. I think I might go with Teddy just on, um, he might might get a few more touches, uh, a few more last touches to put, put, put players over to score points. So I have Tedesco man of the match. And then I'm going to go with um, Satili Tupanua, just a barge over on, the, on one of the edges. Uh Let's get to Super Saturday. Bunnies and Titans uh, both are um, unchanged from last week, apart from Fafita officially being named on the bench. Ollie, how confident are you off the back of your hot streak here? Oh, look, I'd like to say 1-12, and I think if we see the the form that the Titans have put in over the past month or so, it's not out of the realms of possibility, but I don't think this is necessarily going to come down to how good the Titans play but South Sydney because Souths have just been on fire. And I think their back line are just going to absolutely tear us to shreds. There might be a bit of a battle in the forward pack for the first 15, 20 minutes or so. But then I think I'm, I'm going to go Latrell, man of the match, and I might go with him for first try scorer as well. And I take it he's going to get a couple of try assists. I'm going the, the Bunnies 13 plus. Um yeah, I don't want to say a space job, but I think Souths win this quite comfortably after maybe a bit of a tussle in the middle for the first few minutes. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how the forwards line up because I've said I think Souths have been an improved four-pack uh, and I think Titans are, are rolling in all cylinders. I still think class will prevail at the end uh, and those concerns with the Titans' edges are going to come to play by the end of it. Uh, I think Latrell will have a lot to do with that. Latrell and Cody obviously will be lurking and putting people... Uh, through holes and over holes and creating holes. So Latrell, man of the match, first try scorer. Uh, let's go with Tane Milne. Oh, exactly the same as both of you guys. Uh, we haven't mentioned the the, the problems with the centre's defence for the Titans for the last few weeks because they haven't really been troubled too much. But if they're ever going to be troubled by a team, it's going to be this team running at their centres and their wingers. So I can see us talking next week about the, the defensive lapses of Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert. And I've got... Uh, South 13 plus man of the match again with Luttrell. Um, if he shows up in the same mood he was in last week, he could um, absolutely destroy this team. And I'm going to go Gay Guy as the lead runner on that sweet play this time and have him as first try scorer. The Cowboys Tigers is the 5 30 game, uh, shaping up as a fun looking uh, super Saturday. I can't wait to nurse that hangover on Sunday. Uh, Tom Alolo, Burr, Tuolagi all out for the Cowboys. Uh, which means uh, Dejan Assi and Granville are their new centres. Uh, Tigers are unchanged from last week as they look to avenge their loss uh, in Tommy Rodonikus' round last time the two of these met. I have no faith at all, uh, but I have to tip the Tigers just based on injuries and fitness. Um, they're likely to be embarrassed, but hopefully they can stay cohesive enough 60 minutes and to win 1-12. to 12. I think Moses and Bai will chime in and get his rhythm at fullback and score the first try. And Adam Dewey get a bit of form back as man of the match, Ollie. 
Yeah, it, you can't really go past the Tigers in this one. Although you could, but they're, 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 deser- they're, they're <laughs> deserved favourites and it's more due to the Cowboys more than their own form. But I will be sticking with your boys. 1-12. to 12. Let's keep that Mamalo hot streak going with the first try. And man of the match, Luciano Leilua. Uh, Barton? Yeah, well, the, as I've mentioned numerous times, Cowboys forward pack's been pretty poor for the majority of this year, and the Tigers haven't been too bad. At times they have been, but majority of the time they've they've been as good as the other pack that they've been up against. So I can see the Tigers rolling downfield. Um, just a little worried about the way that their attack fell apart at times last week. So I'm only going to go one to twelve. I'm also going to go Luciano, man of the match, um, back-to-back man of the matches. He's been the Tigers, probably their best player, if not Dewey, for the entire season. So we'll stick with him. And I'm going to go first try scorer Kenny Mamalo on the, on the edge there. Uh, just quickly, Barn, you've had a chance to catch up on the Tiger Town episodes now. I did. Any yes, takeaways? Uh, I watched the one on Monday night when it went live there. Um, yeah, there's a few. I'm not sure. It's sort of... Obviously, Madge is a very passionate coach and he gets along well with his players. There was a few different things that I saw in this last episode where it had me questioning his him as a, t- a tactician, as a coach, um, especially the the one part where he's talking about how the, the passing game isn't working, they're throwing the ball halfway behind players and all the rest of it. So as just as, as a layman sitting on the couch, my first thing when I got him in at halftime would have been, boys, you need to shorten up your attacking. You need to sh- throw shorter passes. We need to play a bit more through the middle, not so far. Don't st- throw those cutouts until we win back the middle, win back, you know, the edges with the short passing. And none of that was mentioned. It was just get your passes right. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. you sort of start playing your X's and O's and start playing a few different angles with shorter balls until you dominate the other team. And then you can start playing the throw on those cutouts rather than just, I'll get your cutout passes right. Yeah. And, um, and the Tommy speech left me pretty flat, to be honest. Um, with the, oh, Tommy was the guy that everyone loved to play with. Now get out there and win. Like they, they could have been expanded on so much more, you know. You boys need to be that guy, you know. You got to, you know, you want the respect of your mate. When you come back here at the end of this game, you leave nothing out there, all the rest of that crap that you could have gone on with. But yeah, it's, it's given me a few questions around Madge, to be honest. Obviously, we'll watch the rest of it and see how he goes. But I think there's, um, there's, a, there's a lot more you can do as a tactician and a motivator. Yep. Rather than just swear at people and no, tell them to be good. Yeah. Uh, Pasco's going to have you, have you on the woofer in about half an hour, Barney, after that speech. <laughs> um, oh, the, yeah, not a defence, but you, you don't know what they discussed during the week. But No, um, of course. Yeah, and so. you only see a short part of it. It could have been a hell of a lot. You could have spent 10 minutes talking to them before the cameras went on. You don't yeah. know. But. Uh, let's get to the main event on Saturday, the Seagulls and the Eels. Uh, Paseca and Sibley out for Manly. Alloway starts and uh, Curtis here and onto the bench. Marnie Kafusi both out for Parramatta, which sees Makahesi Mahata debut at the age of 28 and Michael Oldfield make his club debut on the wing. Uh, they've dispensed with Hayes. Barney, what are you doing here? As they should. Mate, <laughs> um, I said it last week. I, the, I struggle to see the points where they come from, from from Parramatta, unless they're beaten up on a bad team. Um, and Manly's not a bad team. Manly's been going, as we all know, he's been going supremely well recently. Um, they're going to have to do a really good job to get even close to Manly in this one. There's way too many points in this Manly side, as far as I can see. I've got Manly 13+, plus, and we'll just go the turbo double because... That's what happens most of the time. 
Yeah, well, this this game takes me back to, of course, the classic memorable grand final that we all remember, of course, and we've all watched. Uh, that is, of course, in 1976 where Manly beat Parramatta. There's not actually been any other grand finals between these two teams that could possibly be more memorable in any way. There's definitely not two. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Manly 13+, plus. Tom Travojevic, first try scorer. Tom Travojevic, man of the match, and he's probably going to get three try assists as well. Yeah, just for something different. We, well, Paru shot. I don't know where the point's coming from because you only have to shut down Moses and um, there won't be many. And missing RCG is, as you've said, a concern. They do get, actually do get Paulo back. Um, I'm going to go Sabra, first try scorer, just for something different. But it'll be a for Tommy assist and he'll get another three points and probably be on the way to winning the Dalian by 15 points. Um, the yeah, first nail or the next nail in Parramatta's coffin. Just on um quick, sorry to butt in, but just quickly, I had a look at the round twelve Dalian rankings this week just to refresh myself, and Tommy was about, I think it was four or five points behind Nathan Cleary. Now Tommy's going to win it, obviously, because um, Cleary since been out. Fisher Harris has obviously left the bubble, and Roger Tuivasa-Sheck's left rugby league, um, so it's pretty much between them two if there's a fight at all. Uh, I can't really remember how Cleary went the next couple of weeks after that. If you got three points, but put it this way, Tommy's going to win it, but don't be surprised if he ends up genuinely winning it within about three points or something. Cause I didn't realize how far ahead Cleary was. Uh, Cause I thought Tommy was right behind him, but he was actually a couple of spots down. Yeah. I, but all those rounds, he missed a couple of followers. He missed the same yeah. origin games as, Tom, yeah. uh, as Tommy, but um, he would have won six men of the matches in a row. Say, um, <laughs> yeah. Tommy's got at least 15 points, if not 18 in that time. So, Mm. Uh, yeah, interesting we'll to see. see. Maybe it's, it's always, there's always a surprise on uh, Dalian, you know what? and then everyone will whinge we'll, about how the Dalian's yeah. not fair. We'll uh, <laughs> how's that boat going now? Uh, yeah, it's a death knell. You don't want one of those Dalian awards. Uh, <clears> the Warriors <throat> and the Dogs at Redcliffe on Sunday. Evans Lodge uh, out for Jackson Frey to start at prop, and Nicarima on the bench. And for Canterbury, as mentioned earlier, Corey Holsborough and Ryan James on loan make their club debuts for all the suspended players. Uh, this Warri- I don't want to talk too long about this. The Warriors are going to win in a probably a scrappy game, but they'll just outmuscle them, even missing who they're missing. Now the match for Noah Blake and first try scorer will be, oh, let's say, Ewan Aitken again. I have genuine concerns for Josh Jackson in this game. I think the bloke could die of exhaustion after making 90-something tackles because I can see this Warriors forward pack completely dominating this Bulldogs forward pack, even with the inclusions of Ryan James and Corey Horsburgh. Um, Fanua Blake last week was outstanding and he's been growing week after week. I'm going to go for him to score the first try and actually be man in the match at this one. I think he's going to absolutely terrorise this Bulldogs forward pack and the Warriors will win 13-plus. I'm tipping this to actually be a contender for worst match of the year. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a bit of a scrap and the winner will win 1-12. to 12. I was actually considering being bold and going the Bulldogs in this one, but I will go the Warriors and I have to agree, Barney. It's all going to be off the back of um, Adam Fanua Blake, so I am tipping him for man of the match. First try score, I'll go Ewan Aitken, though, uh, to keep that going. And I think it'll pretty much be the Fanua Blake, Aitken and Curran show and that's what will get him over the line in the end. And we wrap up the round with the Sharks and Newcastle at Redcliffe as well. Uh, Braley comes back in for Randall. Simi Sasagi comes onto the bench for Lachlan Fitzgibbon. The Sharks move Talakai to the centres for Chambers. 
Barney, what are you doing here? You got some confidence? No, not at all, mate. <laughs> sharks, sharks being the sharks, they'll do everything they can to fuck this game up. Um, I'm thinking Ponga's going to do the same thing he did last time we played him, and he'll carve up the edges of the sharks. Um, I think they'll hold their own in the middle. They may slightly get beaten just because of the Saifidi brothers with their impact that they've got. And um, I'm expecting. Uh, Frisell to have a big game. His last two weeks have been, he's been getting better and better and um, he could absolutely tear one of these edges apart. Probably the inside of um, Talakai there because he doesn't move, he can put a shot on but he doesn't move sideways the best. So he's got a couple of blokes running at him. That could be um, interesting and in how that works. I'm going to go one to 12 Newcastle just because it's the Sharks. Um, this is their do or die game. They, they lose this game. They're no chance of making the eight. So I think they'll, their effort will be, be there for the 80 minutes, but I think the Knights will just outclass them and have a few more points in them. So man of the match, Ponga first try score, Bradman best and Newcastle one to 12. Ollie, what are you doing? I'm actually going to go the other way. The Sharks one to 12, because this is, do or die for them. And it will be for the rest of the year, but especially up against this Newcastle Knights side, they're going to have to put in a big performance. And I think they're definitely capable of doing so. Um, the question is, will they? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here and say they do. Man of the match, I'm going to go with Britton Nakora to actually put in maybe a 60-minute performance this time and get them home. First try scorer, Jesse Ramian against his former club. But it's interesting you bring up Ponga. I'd say probably his game of the year, his best game of the year last year was against Cronulla. So far this year, his best game of the year was against Cronulla. So hopefully for your boys, they can um, they can quell that. I'm also partly making this prediction because as a Titans fan, it would it, it would help a lot if the Sharks beat Newcastle in this one. So, hey, if I can give them a bit of good karma here, um, maybe they'll repay me. Um, if not, then I'm sorry, the Sharks are going to be in my naughty list, Barney. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the way I'm going. I'm giving them that little bit of faith. I feel dirty doing it because I've bagged on you. But um, if the Sharks' line speed's been like it has been the last month, the Newcastle forwards will steamroll them. They'll just have their way. Bradley back will help a lot as well. This is probably the strongest team they've actually fielded all year as a whole. Uh, I'm still going 1-12 to because uh, I'm a man of little faith. Uh, and I think first try scorer will be... Uh, Mitch Barnett just barging over and Mitchell Pearce second up uh, will be much better for that run and I think will play quite well here. Um, they might be, they might almost be good things, Newcastle. Uh, let's get to, which I'm just looking now, it's $1.45, so no surprise there. <laughs> uh, speaking of odds, our disaster class. Yeah, so we all missed out last week. Ollie's oh. reached the magical thousand. He's hit the $1,000 loss for the season. <laughs> I'm at minus $411.25 to be precise. And Mr. Diagostino is a positive $645 return for the season. So yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, dropped the 50 last week, but that's not unusual. That happens. I'm going to go with Olam, jo- um, Josh Adokar and Nelson Asafa Solomona to score for the Storm. At $8.75, I'm going to put $20 on that. In the Roosters game, I'm going to go Manu, Satili, and Sam Walker all to score at $11.75. And then in the Sharks-Newcastle game, I'm going to go Mulatano to score, Best to score, and Tyson Frizzell to score at $15.25. And I'll have $15 on that. Ollie, what are you doing? Well, uh, most people would stop at minus a thousand, you know, stop at their goal, but I'm hungry for further success or (laughs) further shit. 
Um, so I'm going to go Cronulla 13 plus. Going to go Nakora anytime and Fafita anytime. Let's go. Fafita might get five minutes. All fifty, all fifty dollars on it. I want every single last cent on no this. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, my ten dollar doubles all the way through here. Harry and Cheese both to score six dollars seventy five. Dewey, Mamalo, and Luciano all to score at nine dollars fifty. Aitken and Curran both to score for the Warriors at $9.75. And Barrett and Pierce both to score at $18.25. And the last one, both back rowers for, Mel- for Manly to score, uh, $10 on Ola Katow and Schuster, $11.75. So, so nice. going a bit out in the limb, see if we can cash in a bit more and stay ahead. That'll wrap up the preview show today, boys. Well done. Thank you. Good to see you all, and I will speak to both you guys, I'm sure, over the weekend for a Zoom beer. Stay safe, mm-hmm. everyone. And sorry, sorry to interrupt, pre-drinks Saturday. Make sure you tune in around 12.30 for yep. all the, the late changes with myself and whichever one of you jumps on. Probably Barney of Saturday when I might do Sunday. All right, take care, boys. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll talk to everyone after a while. See ya.